Hello there, this is the Beluga Tunes podcast. Andy here, thank you so much for deciding to listen to this week's episode. Yeah, uh, I, I have no idea what's what's uh, going to be happening in this this one. <laughs> uh, oh, here we are. Um, highway, yes, I do know. Uh, I'll be talking about the film Highway. This is a Bollywood picture. Uh, yeah, I'm just going to be... Uh, yeah, <laughs> spewing a few thoughts. What's on? Um, what I what I made of that? Uh, I I shall be doing a six minute shout out. Uh, what, what's what's going to be the topic there? Well, wait and see. I'm getting good at that. Uh, password security. It says here. Yeah, I I talk mostly about password security in the third segment. Um, it's it's not that thrilling. Yeah, but it's an important thing to to keep in mind. And I, um, one of the things I one of the things I just want to I, I do say this when I get to this segment, but um, I don't intend to talk too much about it. I think it, this episode is going to be where I talk about it the most. I just feel like I'm probably going to uh, give a few updates in future episodes and just get it out of the way quickly. So yeah, uh, and that's pretty much. <laughs> that, that, that's that's all I got this week. <laughs> but yeah, I, uh, I'm hoping that in, in future episodes I'll have more to talk about because, yeah, uh, uh, I'm I'm just starting to really take password security seriously, and so yeah, it it did sort of dominate uh, most of the, this week's episode. But anyway, um, I'll, I'll just get on to the first segment, the Podflix segment, where I I just talk about a film. You're going to hear me talking about uh, the was it 2014 movie Highway? I think it was 2014. I might be getting that wrong, uh, but anyway, um, you'll, be, you'll be you'll be able to hear what I thought about that particular film, and you'll also hear me reveal next week's film. So yeah, um, let's let's uh, let's get started, shall we? Okay, Highway. It was another Bollywood film this week. Uh, yeah, and a very enjoyable one, I must say. Uh, right before her wedding, a young woman finds herself abducted and held for ransom. As initial days pass, she begins to develop a strange bond with her kidnapper. Now, the good news is, even though, again, because I wasn't able to find a DVD or like rental copy, it wasn't on Netflix or iTunes or anything, I couldn't find a version that had subtitles. Uh, I was talking about this last week, because I was watching a Spanish film last week. <laughs> but yeah, I'm, I'm, I must say, I'm really enjoying watching non-English speaking films uh, without subtitles, because you, you have to do more guessing. Um and I think I did quite well this time because yeah, I um the thing is I um I felt like 
and, and I think a lot of this has to do with the acting. The acting is just so good in this film. Uh, I, I was able to identify with the characters, not through what they were saying, but what they were doing, their actions, really helped you see what what they were going through. And, you know, there, there's so much action going on that's just completely self-explanatory. So you don't really need dialogue to help you along because um, it it's, is a very visual film. Uh, so... I got the part about the kidnapping. That was certainly, <laughs> yeah. You can, um, you, you could, the, 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 there was a, no confusion over what was happening there, um, and it's funny because at one point I thought this, this person that she's developing uh, this bond with. Was he already a friend of hers? Because I, I, I couldn't quite tell. I, I hadn't been paying full attention um, for the, the first ten minutes or so of the film because that's when you see her with... who uh, I'm now assuming it was her fiancé. But even then, I, I, I didn't really know what was happening. I, did, I, I couldn't tell if that was just, just a friend of hers, if it was her brother... <laughs> I, I guess it's unlikely uh, that this this is a very kind of straightforward uh, romantic film, and I, and I mean straightforward in the best possible way. Because I I reckon Kai Pochet was also very straightforward, and it, it was actually you know like it was a sports film done in the way that a lot of sports films have you know, have been done, but it it didn't spoil it for me. I um it. Again, it's nice to have something where you can just see what's going on, and if, if you, even if you don't speak Hindi, you can you can still get the gist of it enough to understand what it's all about and really feel for the characters. So yeah, um, I was because uh, I, I just fell in love with the visuals and the music in this film. Uh, I think this this is just the second Bollywood film that I've seen. I think after I saw Kai Poche, I I realised I I'm, I'm completely clueless when it comes to to Bollywood. I you know, I'd heard of you know it, it's something that had been referenced to me, and you know, but yeah, I um I suppose I kind of wish that I'd watched some Bollywood films when I was actually studying TV, and you know, but because you know the, I'm, I'm finding that this is just something that I like to do. You know, like, I think I I. I do just like how every week I have a random movie. I don't choose it. It's just, <laughs> um, I just go go to that site, and it's like that's what I'm going to watch today. Um, because it, it's introducing me to so many, you know, because because so few of the films I've talked about are the ones that I I'd seen previously. Um. So yeah, uh, I, I think there might have been a, a few bit, bits and, and pieces that I didn't quite pick up, and, and again, it's simply because one, I, I don't speak Hindi, and two, uh, I, I t my mind tends to wander. And I think if, if I if if I paid closer attention to the beginning, things would mean a lot more to me because I that there is the scene where um, Vera is that the character's name. No, that's the actress's name. <laughs> uh, 
uh, a liar, is that how you say it? Uh, sorry, I... <laughs> but yeah, the, the, uh, the main character. When she's reunited with her family and her fiancé, and they're happy to see her, but then obviously she has to break the news to them that you know, she's, having, she's kind of having an affair with the, the guy who is behind her kidnapping. Um, so yeah, I, uh, I I really liked, as I say, the, the acting, I, and I really connected with those characters. Would I watch it again? Yes. Once again, it's a yes. <laughs> and um, I, I do hope to. I, I hope that with this and Median Eras and a, a lot of the other non-English speaking films that I've come across, that I'll be able to find a subtitled version because I think it would help. It would help an awful lot. Okay, um, tell me internet, what film will I be talking about in the next episode of the Beluga Tunes podcast? Titus. But you said he was all right. Yes, he's lost his left hand, so he's going to be all right. It is time for the six-minute shout-out, so let's spin that internet wheel. There it goes. It's a, it's a very big wheel, lots of websites on it. Uh, yeah, um, so it's going to take a little while. What's it going to land on? Will it be a YouTube channel? Will it be a book, a film, a TV show? Uh, it's slowing. It's landed on with Bob and David. This this is the uh, Netflix original. So yeah, if if you're like me and uh, you're ever a fan of Mr. Show with Bob and David, um, then uh, this is for you. Um, it was the comeback. It, it came out last year. Because the thing is, that as I'm quite new to Netflix, I'm still. Um, a bit new to it. Uh, I'm, I'm looking at the Netflix UK uh, store, so um, the, the, this has a, a 18 certificate. It's just the one season. Yeah, I've, I've, I watched the entire thing, including the um, behind the scenes special right at the end. Uh, uh, yeah, I, I was very happy, very glad to to see the cast back in action and. Providing some just amazing comedy sketches. <laughs> just, <laughs> yeah, um, it, yeah. I because uh, I, I I think I only only got into Mister Show a few years back because uh, I, I I found out that it was one of the things that Scott Ockerman was involved with, and uh, I. Found a lot of the episodes on YouTube. I think they're still on on there. Um, yeah, uh, it's very funny, very original comedy. The the ideas that they they came up with for that show just you know I, I, they stand out so much as as just yeah really really clever, really creative sketches. Um, so yeah. Uh, um, this series I'm just trying to think what, what more can I say about, <laughs> about the Netflix series um, yeah uh, it, it has a, a very funny first episode involving a, a time machine 
Yeah, uh, I, I I very much enjoyed that. There's there's like um, there's a parody of a reality show. This this was one with Scott Ackerman playing a very straight role, which is actually quite rare. You don't usually see him playing <laughs> anything other than like a, a goofy sort of character. Yeah, he um um. It's like a, I think it was like a cooking show, the little spoofing, that kind of thing. Um, I also really enjoyed the, uh, the there's a, a digital sketch. It, I'm, I'm finding it hard to describe them. I probably need to watch them again. <laughs> um, one one that I've, because I, I, I might put this up on YouTube, is basically David Cross um doing like i think it's meant to be like um the at one of the apple presentations and it's just uh, re repeatedly using the word digital like that, that's that, that's his sort of go-to thing to, to get the um the crowd excited <laughs> yeah uh actually because i i i think I'm, I'm starting to like david cross more and more as time goes on because i um I thought, I th I th yeah, Mr. Show is the first thing that I, I really kind of knew him from. Uh, recently, I've started watching Arrested Development. Um, it was very good in Marin, I thought. There's a one episode of Marin where he basically helps Mark with his family troubles. Obviously, Bob Odenkirk, he, he's actually doing quite well for himself because when, when he... Um, when we did the Better Call Saul Netflix series, um, as Breaking Bad is, it was a big hit, both here and in the States, I suppose it's kind of an international hit series, um, which, which I still need to watch at some point. <laughs> I promise I will get around to that. <laughs> but yeah, uh, I remember he was interviewed on Front Row, and I think that shows that you're really starting to... Um, to go far in in the UK is, is, is if you're on the front row of the Radio Four series. He was talking about it on there. But yeah, I think because because this um, with with Bob and David is, is even more recent than that. So it's good to know that at quite a late point they they thought yeah we'll, we'll bring the cast back. So yeah, that, that, that's uh, that's brilliant. Uh, it's definitely worth. Checking out. Um, I was thinking I, I'm probably going to start adding more Netflix shows into uh, like specials and things, all the stuff that they have on there. Um, yeah, um, and uh, by the way, it's uh, I, 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 so the title is with Bob and David, although it's it's the abbreviated abbreviated version of with uh, W. Uh, forward stroke Bob and David so yeah check that out on Netflix don't put this on your tape don't put this on your tape whatever you do don't put this on your tape we got the thump ladies and gentlemen comedy fans of all ages Thump Fest is back <laughs> 
Featuring performances by 2D6, Carrie Dalby, Tim Cavanaugh, Devo Spice, Dino Mike, The Gothsicles, The Library Bars, Mega Thruster, Rob Paravonian, Sea Monkey, Zach Shornick, Tom Smith, and Worm Quartet. And this year's guest of honor, Paul and Storm. George R.R. R. Martin, please write and write faster. Please give us boiled leather and sigils and steel. Fump Fest is taking place August 26th through 28th at the Elk Grove Holiday Inn in Chicago, Illinois. Tickets for the weekend are just $50. Join us for live concerts, panels, even more dumb parody ideas, demented karaoke, and the death of Sea Monkey. Visit FumpFest.com to register for the event and reserve your hotel now. That's F-U-M-P-F-E-S-T dot com. I mentioned last week that uh, I... I'm getting a bit obsessed with password security, uh, and I kind of went into some detail on on what, why that is. It was because of Tom Scar. Uh, we made a YouTube video and said I, I got hacked recently, and I realised that uh, I, I have way too many online accounts, and I keep using the same password, which is not a good move. Um, and I thought I can relate to that because I, I've I've definitely got way too many online accounts myself. Uh, most of them are gone now because of that video. <laughs> I have actually gone back to a lot of my old accounts and thought I'm never going to use this. So rather than change the password, I'm just going to close it because I I won't be needing it. Um, but then I, I um. So yeah, I, I've closed down a lot of them, but I still do have an awful lot of online accounts, uh, many of which that I, the things that I do actually use. And um, yeah, I uh, I thought because yeah, I I I have been getting into the habit of always using the same password because I just feel like you know I have such a bad memory. The the only way surely that I I can keep track of the passwords that is is to just reuse the same one but that's a bad idea especially if you're using words and that I think that's the misleading thing about about this about that security is that uh, password that suggests that you need to come up with a word it should be as simple as that a word that you're not going to forget but you've got to be careful um, it helps if you randomly insert a number, and the more random it is, the better. Um, if you keep it a mix of letters and numbers, that helps. If you use symbols, that also helps. If some of the letters are uppercase or lowercase, that also helps. And also, the more random you are, the better, as I say. So, yeah. Um, and it gets to the point where, okay, so maybe the the best passwords are not necessarily words but codes because as long as you can remember your passcode then you should be okay it has to be something that nobody could ever possibly guess and that is just just trying to make it really unlikely that anyone will be able to hack into your account and come up with a, a new one for every single account that you have so i'm working my way through all of my accounts and I came up with a little theory, and I really don't know, this This could backfire because it, it might mean that I'll never be able to access some of my accounts ever again. 
But with most sites, like if if, if you have an Apple account, if you have a, a Google account, uh, Twitter, any Facebook, all that, you know, social networks, any of those, um, if you don't remember your password, it's not too much trouble resetting because with the email address you use to register. Um, you can just get them to send you an activation link, so the, the, so you'll reset your password by just saying, "I've got my password." Email me the activation link. You get the email, you click on the link, and then that's it. You can just reset the password. And I thought actually that that's probably a good idea because it really doesn't matter when you think about it. If if I forget what I've what I've chosen as my password. If I have to log in again sometime, I'll just say forgot password, get the activation link for the email. Uh, and the best part of that is, as I'm resetting my password, because yeah, that, that will make it a little bit bit tedious that I have to go through putting in a new password and coming up with a new code. Um, but again, it doesn't have to be something that I'm going to remember. I don't have to write it down necessarily because I'll, I'll just... Just rinse and repeat. I mean, this is a theory that I have. I, th I think this might be a, a good idea. Uh, and I think the best thing is, this means that I will keep ch keep changing the, the code and updating it. And that's the other thing. That's the other thing that they say you should always do is is always change you know change it regularly, which I wasn't doing before. So this this will give me an incentive to update my password to come up with a new code for for, for these accounts. I mean, so that's a theory that I'm having. And I thought I'd, because it goes, it, you know, this theory basically means I'm I'm not going to remember any of the passwords I've come up with. So there's no risk that I'll accidentally reveal them on this podcast because that sounds like something that I would do. I think I've done very well not to um, say what any of my old uh, passwords were. Um, and it, yeah, so. Over the past couple of weeks, uh, I've been setting about going through all of the online accounts that I have, changing the passwords to a a, a, a code, and, and just not bothering to remember what the code is. So not even I know what to type in. <laughs> uh, and the uh, and and because I, I'm finding that yeah, because I I did that well over a week ago. On most of the most of these accounts that I have, and I'm still using them, and I'm finding that it's not a problem right now because my my browser has all the all the login details saved. I think there there are only a few exceptions, but for when I need to go on DeviantArt and sites like that, uh, I'd have to log in again because I'm already logged in. So sites like that, you know, I, I'm keeping them secure. I'm making it so that. I'm going to reset the password if I do have to log in again, but I, uh, I don't know when that might be. Like, It's probably only when I, when I use a different computer. So uh, you know, every time I have trouble logging in, I'm just going to be like, well, obviously, <laughs> yeah, I, I, I can't log in because I, I don't know off the top of my head what the password is. So forgot password, get the email, rinse and repeat. Because I think that's a lot safer. I think it's better to... Because, you know... We, we we were always told in, in the past, like in the, in the in the old days, that it's really important to remember these passwords. And Tom Scar said, 
just write them down, stick them in a drawer, you know, because you shouldn't worry about people finding the, these these things that you've written down on a piece of paper, because even though they are the passwords to get into your account, you know, don't worry because you know if, if someone can get to those get to that piece of paper in your house you know, that you've kept in a drawer or whatever. Then you've got bigger problems. You've got someone breaking into your house. <laughs> no, he phrases it a bit better than that, but um, yeah. So that that's the the best option. Yeah, because uh, I mean, and and don't don't put your passcodes on a post-it and stick it on the computer screen or whatever. That's silly. I mean, I um, I've been thinking maybe I should do the same thing with my computer login although I think I will have to make sure that I don't forget that one you know it, I, I might come up with a code because at the moment I have a word for my computer's login and obviously this isn't an online account that I'm talking about but it is something that can be hacked you know people can remotely hack into my system uh in theory and you know it, it's quite unlikely I mean I, I really feel I still feel like I'm not really at much risk of people trying to hack into my accounts, but I don't know that. It's you know just better safe than sorry. So I'm I'm going to try and and uh, and you know do some updates each week. I mean I I know that it's not a fun topic. It's just this is this is important. Um, because because Tom Scar saw it as a wake up call, and I kind of saw it as a wake up call, even though I've I've not really been hacked. Really, um, and. Uh, yeah, I, I'm not. I'm not going to talk at this length because this is kind of an introductory talk on password security. Yeah, because um, there were a lot of things that I wanted to say when I talked when I brought it up last week. I know it's not much fun, but um, I'm not just going to be talking about this in the next few weeks. I'm, I'm just going to give some updates because I want to make sure that I'm staying on top of this. Because it's actually been a while since it's been a while it's been, uh, since I actually last changed a password on one of my online accounts, and I'm, I'm starting to think, okay, what have I done now? I'm, I'm, I might have to go and redo a few of them and you know, reset my passwords again on some of them, and yeah, uh, play around um, and uh, yeah, just make sure that I I, I get to, to those, those other sites that I probably don't need or that just if I just need to change it again. Just change, change, change. That's, that's, that's all, all it is. That's all, that's all it's going to be for the rest of my life. Just change, change those passwords. Don't risk anything. Just keep changing. Change. I have fallen and I choose not to get up. The time has very nearly come for me to send you all on your merry way, as, as is per the norm. Uh, so, yeah, uh, there's the comic book club, Southampton. Um, this this is the third is on the third Thursday of every month, yeah, uh, seven p.m. to ten p.m. at the Goblet's Wine Bar, above Bar Street, Southampton. They have a Twitter at CBC Sutton. You can also find them on Facebook. Just look up uh, Southampton Comic Book Club. Yeah. Um, before I go, the um, I I I feel like. Uh, yeah, uh, I I kind of want to, to talk a bit more about Mr. Show because, yeah, uh, uh, as I brought it up 
earlier when I, when I did the uh, six-minute shout-out. Yeah, um, th- th- this this was the show that, that, was, that was kind of my introduction to a, a lot of the Los Angeles-based comedians, um, many many of whom have become my, my favourites. So, uh, I, I enjoy a lot of Paul F. Tompkins, a lot of his comedy. Uh, I've got one of his uh, stand-up specials, the um, Labouring Under Delusions, which is a fabulous uh, DVD. There's also a, an audio version you can get to get an album. Uh, both are on iTunes. I've got I've got the one the uh, the video <laughs> the uh, video version. That's the thing. It, it's it's hard to to describe the. Uh, it it it's uh, listed under films because it, it does technically. It sort of counts as a film. I mean, it was filmed, so... <laughs> so, yeah. Um, um, and I, I've just been thinking, what kind of sketches from Mr. Show would I say? Uh, uh, one that I, I remember posting this on my Facebook page. I think this gives a good example of the, the type of comedy that the, the show popularised. It's, it's when... David Cross is playing the host of a call-in show, like a, a TV show where he has a, he has a guest uh, and they, they they chat and he's saying, right now, this is a pre-recorded call-in show, and right there is is the the premise of this sketch. It's it's, it's definitely worth checking out. I, 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 I don't know if it's still on YouTube, but I, yeah, I just remember really laughing at this one. Because he gets so frustrated at his callers because they're phoning in about last week's topic, because that's the one they're they're seeing currently because it was all pre-recorded. You know, everything's going out a week later, and one thing leads to another, and it's just it's brilliant. It's yeah, that is one of my favourite sketches. Um, I um, I I better better hurry up and wrap wrap things up for this week. So, my website is as usual. Belugatoons.com, B-E-L-U-G-A-T-O-O-N-S. Go there, look look at uh, the Beluga Weekly comics and all the other stuff that I do. Yeah, <laughs> see what you think. Um, <laughs> Belugatoons is also on Redbubble. There's a, you go to belugatoons.redbubble.com. You'll be able to find merch of all different types. Uh, and yeah, so... One more thing, this podcast is available on iTunes, Stitcher, Acast, Deezer, and SoundCloud. But with SoundCloud, you, you get a limited number of episodes because I'm not able to to put them all up on there. But yeah, that is that's just one of the many options. So thank you so much for listening. Do take care, and bye bye.